Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I mentioned at the start of the programme that I'm going to take part in a week of the uh, Eating Irish Local Challenge. And this is, you might remember, we spoke to organic farmer Lisa Fingleton on the show here at the start of September because she's challenging people to eat only Irish produce for the next couple of weeks. And the goal was to try and highlight how little of the food that we consume on a daily basis is actually even made or produced here. And she just wants us to try and think a little bit harder about what we're eating and where it comes from. And here's a a little um, snippet of that chat that we had with Lisa Fingleton at the start of the month. It is difficult. And what, what you could do, what I tend to do is I tend to ask restaurants in advance. Like I'm on my way to Dingle now and uh, I put it up on Instagram, you know, who can cook for me, you know, who can yeah. cook me a meal? And in fairness to the Blasket Centre, they are cooking me a meal on Friday. There's a group of artists and environmentalists who are going to do a potluck tomorrow night. So I still have a few gaps in the in the menu. But, you know, I think sometimes just asking people, can they do it? Will they do it? Because a lot of people do have Irish food, like they do have maybe potatoes, they do have meat. One of the hotels here in, in, in um, Tralee has bees on the roof, you know, they have their own honey. So I think the more we ask questions, the better. But what I tend to do for the food challenge, and you'll probably find this as well, you end up cooking stuff, preparing stuff from scratch. Like I unfortunately love eating, but I'm not a great cook. So right. this is really a challenge for me. <laughs> well, I like love I'm eating. Rookie. I'm really good at it, actually. <laughs> well, I, I'm really good yeah, at eating too, love but it. I, I need someone to cook for me. Yeah, that's Lisa Fingleton a little earlier with me um, at the start of this month talking about this challenge. And I said I'd do it. And I have to say, like, I'm only, you know, <laughs> we're at one o'clock on the first day. And it's trickier than you think, because everything that you reach for when you have to look at where it's come from, where the ingredients are from. I mean, you might think just because something is produced here in Ireland, but actually a lot of the ingredients contained within the product have actually um, been brought in or, or, you know, they're, they're not from here. And then that takes it, you know, off the menu and, and you can't go for it. So it definitely, you know, Lisa's right. It requires time. Uh, you need planning. And I'm yet to go and do um, a shop for the week to try and, and, and set myself up for this. But my own opinion, or certainly anecdotally, is that I feel it's going to be more expensive just to do this because I'm going to have to go to, um, well, maybe not just necessarily shops that only sell Irish produce. But look, you tell me. I mean, there's some suggestions coming in from people today. If you've um, any any recommendations for good stores reasonably priced that just sell Irish produce or the majority of their products are just from the island please let me know today 53106 is the text line number Paul got in touch he said about the he mentioned um, on the, the fields of Skibbereen Super Value they're a local supplier who support Irish local producers for breakfast how about Irish oats you could have Union Hall strawberries with West Cork yoghurt fields bread brand and butter and Irish strawberry jams for lunch fields Eels brown bread with fresh crab or smoked mackerel or Irish ham. A dinner, Bally McKenna spuds, Irish grown veg and a huge range of Irish chicken, fish or beef. My local in season and no fast food regards Paul. Yeah, that's why I went for the takeaway last night, Paul. But look, please keep those suggestions coming in to me. 53106. Dee Laffin, food writer, is on the line. Dee, I have to say I miss coffee so terribly. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, no, it... Um I mean, there are some amazing Irish coffee roasters, but obviously coffee isn't one of the things that we have here. So Yeah. But I mean, that'll suffice, won't it? Because when I said I was going to undertake this challenge, you know, it was going to, like my the whole plan was it'll be all Irish. And then I thought, but there's definitely Irish coffee roasters. Surely, surely I can oh, have a cup of their coffee. 
Yeah, exactly. So I think, I mean, if you wanted to go very strict and have nothing that's actually grown here, you know, or like it has to be all grown here, then you are going to cut out things like chocolate, coffee, you know, all of maybe the exotic fruits that we love. Um, but you can get amazing coffee roasters here. There are Irish chocolate producers as well. So you just have to kind of maybe do a bit more research, plan your shopping, but you can definitely access all Irish food here. Yeah, I think I'm going to change the parameters of this. I think the, the Irish yeah. co- the Irish coffee roasters is good enough. But you know, they're gorgeous as well. Some of the Irish coffees are so good. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> so I think, I think the main thing that is interesting is when you go to the supermarket and you know, you like you said, a lot of people think they're buying Irish because it has a sticker with an Irish flag on it or something or says product of Ireland. But what that means if it says product of Ireland is that it can be part, parts of it or the actual ingredients themselves have been imported but packaged in Ireland. So sometimes that happens with meat and fish and also vegetables. Mm. Um, and as you said, then if you're getting something that's processed that's in a box, there could be ingredients in it that aren't Irish as well. How difficult is it to just eat and drink Irish tea? I think if you're able to um, cook your food from scratch, Mm. it's not as difficult. But I do think you have to have a good supermarket nearby or a food market, like a farmer's market or something, um, where you can access vegetables, um, like I think you can do it I do think as I saw you or you heard you saying about the price yeah will you pay a bit more I, I don't think so as in because you can get all the vegetables and everything here it's just that when you're going into maybe artisan products or something that's a bit more specialist you might pay a little bit more than you normally would because okay. you can get cheaper versions that's what I mean. That's what's happened is that people can get cheaper versions of products in supermarkets, so they tend to steer away from ones that are actually just good value for the producers, but they're and they're Irish, you know. Funny, there's a text in from a listener who says, "I, you know, I, I, I wasn't committing to doing um, the challenge, but when I heard you talk about it earlier on the show, I looked back over my eating diary for today. Yes, my oats for my uh, for my porridge uh, might have been Irish. The nuts I added, while I thought they were Irish, the more I think about it, they're probably not. Blueberries with the sign North America." Yeah. It's probably happened. Like I'm sure in in every house household in Ireland, you know, we could all sit and, and look at where the products come from. But obviously, the cost I think is something that you know, maybe unfairly deep. But I think that's something that is very much uh, to the fore of people's mind. Is actually, well, am I going to have to pay an awful lot more just to do this? But just to remember that when we pay less, we're not paying anyone the right price. Like, there's no such thing as cheap vegetables. You know, like it takes a lot of labor, a lot of energy, a lot of hard work to grow vegetables and get them to market for us. And if they're being imported, there are farmers at the other end of that as well in another country, you know. Um, But for Irish producers, I don't think they're trying to like scam anyone Mm. by putting up prices or anything like that. You know, like the price you pay for stuff is fair. It's a cost of production as well, absolutely. It's a cost of production, exactly. And like it's harder to produce, you know, with different, the climate change has affected farming. So many things have affected it. So it is just looking for what is Irish and seasonality comes into that. 
like we can't be eating strawberries in December and thinking that we're getting a strawberry full of nutrition and that's good for us and that's actually in season. It's not going to taste the same as the mm. strawberry you get in May or June when they're actually in season. Okay. Yeah. Uh, th- yeah. This listener says, on the coffee, Andrea, the food pine cone coffee, roasted in Ireland. You'll get it in sale in Grump. Is it Grump's Cafe in Fox Rock Village? <laughs> that might help uh, end oh. my, my coffee drought. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the... I, I mean, I can feel this. I've had a splitting headache. It's, it's early this morning, so... It's, <laughs> oh, don't deprive yourself of No, it's, it's, uh, I'm definitely having a withdrawal symptom for surety. Um, what is the state of vegetable har- farming, though, here at the minute? Unfortunately, and I say this, it's really sad, Like it is not in a good place. And I think what it is is that, I mean, we're so fortunate that we live in an age where we can get imported products from all over the world. Like you can't grow pineapples here. It's amazing that you can get them imported. But if we can grow broccoli here, cauliflower, cabbage, kale, carrots, everything, mm. you know, so many amazing vegetables. But unfortunately, they're being imported into supermarkets because the supermarkets can then afford to give them at a cheaper price. And because people are shopping to a budget, you know, you're going for the cheaper option. Or they're not realizing that it's not Irish. They think it is and and it's not. So we're kind of supporting that. And then the Irish vegetable farmers are just not able to, like the demand or the supply isn't there for their products. Um, and I've, I watched some TV programs recently about how there's a lot of um, commercial farmers have closed down recently because they just can't afford to keep producing because the thing is the cost of production has gone up for them like you're talking about the cost of yeah, energy we were just talking to Eddie food. Punch there you know a few moments exactly. ago as well and so the cost of production has gone up for them but the supermarket still wants them to sell their a head of broccoli for 49 cents like that's not it's not fair you know if things don't so, change what could we see happen to we'd rely on imported products or you'd have to go more locally like you might the larger commercial vegetable farmers won't be able to sustain their businesses. They've closed down. And so you won't have as much like broccoli, for example, grown here in the country. So then more would have to be imported. But also, what if there was something like, you know, the way COVID affected um, importation and stuff, Mm. then you could run out of supply if there was a problem with uh, getting vegetables into the country. So I think we need to really think about maybe sustaining ourselves on the island, supporting local, as you're saying, especially with things that we can get here. Yeah, absolutely. And also to think about seasonality. So the things like the, maybe the pineapples and the blueberries, should we be just cutting you know those out totally from the diet? I mean, I don't think so. I mean, people say that if you want to have the most nutritious diet, you should eat the vegetables that are grown locally in your region or your country or whatever. And because they're going to be more nutritionally dense because they're grown locally. And if you buy them in or in season, when they're grown in season, then you get them at the highest content of nutrition. Mm. But if you're getting a pineapple or garlic, or garlic is a big one, that's imported from China, which most of the garlic you get in supermarkets is imported from China. That's about a year old. And you know that's going to affect the nutrition of it. I mean, have you ever got a bulb of garlic and you bring it home and it, you go to chop it and it's already gone dry and almost gone off? Yeah. And you're wondering why it was like that? So I can't, basically I can't have garlic now either. 
if I'm making something. No, there are there are Irish garlic growers. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, this conversation is this uh, commitment that I gave to uh, Lisa a number of weeks ago. I'm I'm really sincerely beginning to um, you know <laughs> to to bow out of it, but unfortunately, I said I do it, so I'm going to have to. Um, I did want. What I would th- say, Andrea, is sorry, just to say, is to check what's in season. There are calendars online on various websites where you can check what's in season in Ireland. And then when you go to the supermarket, you have a more informed knowledge of what you want to look for. Um, like, you won't be able to get strawberries right now, so that's okay. That's fine. I can but do without can those. Out, yeah, you can go out looking for what is. And then just looking to see what is Irish on the label. Make sure it says produced or grown in Ireland, not a product of Ireland. So produced or grown in Ireland, not a product yeah. of Ireland. That's the, the language I'm looking to for today. It has to have regional code on the label. Like it, there's a, there is traceability. You have to yeah. okay. say where something comes from. No, I'm going to be doing this this afternoon. So I, I'm interested to find out what it's like. And I might actually go into a couple of the different supermarkets just, you know, to, to see what the, the offering yeah. is. I also want to give a shout out, though, today to, well, maybe to as many as possible, because the whole point of this is to support as many Irish businesses as we possibly can. So I'm eager to do that. um, And that's why I'm interested in hearing from whether it be suppliers, producers today on the show, maybe there's just a good loyal customer who knows that their local restaurant, cafe, supermarket, um, maybe just their local store, carry a wide range of Irish um, produced or Irish grown products. And if they do, please let me know. It's 53106. This texter says... um, um, Super Value Churchtown in Dublin, a great store that carries a, a quite a large range of Irish grown and produced produce. Mary in Donegal says, what about the, the Shack Coffee in Marble Hill in Donegal? They roast their own too. Uh, you can buy it there. You can take it back to Dublin with you, Andrea. Uh, this listener says, I was looking for Irish grown eating apples. I googled to see uh, what shops would sell them um, and it said super value but only Irish apples the only Irish apples available there the day I went in were from Armagh cooking apples uh, the apples coming from New Zealand South America and Spain even the organic apples uh, are from Chile according to this texter it's, 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 a lot of it as well is about the, the shops and um, well I suppose the stores and the farmers markets yeah. are going to be your place really aren't they Dita Gosa? Yeah because that's where the farmers are going to go for their first route to market I mean some of them some farmers are smaller they can't they can't grow enough to supply the supermarkets. The supermarkets need a there's a huge demand there, you know. And in fairness to supermarkets, like I think all the Irish supermarkets do really try and get as many Irish producers in. But mm. it's just that there is also imported stuff there. And if they can't get something off an Irish farmer quick enough to supply their customers, they'll they'll supplement it with imported. For apples, for example, apples are just coming into season now, so you'll start to get the Irish apples in the supermarkets from now on because we're in the it's a great time of year yeah. from um, a harvest perspective because the harvest is September, October and um, there's loads of great um, vegetables and fruits in Ireland available now. I, I wonder if you can help this listener, Dee, who's wondering about um, their preference to buy organic vegetables but they can't find organic Irish veg. They say it's all from Spain. Yeah, so organic, there isn't a huge amount of organic farms in Ireland, but there are lots. And I think that sometimes the organic veg tends to go to um, farmer's markets or smaller stores. So if you know of a really good small store in your local area or local town, I think they often have signs up to let you know that it's organic. Um, But there are lots of organic farms in Ireland. and, And it definitely is really good to support it. I mean... Ideally, we would all be eating organic veg and fruit because it's better for us. But 
you know, in terms of production, farmers have to battle with certain things that they need to help mm. that process. Okay. And nowadays, farmers will try and use as little as possible, you know, of but, pesticides or whatever they need to kill weeds. Yeah. And stuff. I'd love to chat to people as well, Dee, today who have maybe, you know, previously tried to complete something like what Lisa Fingleton is doing, um, the 30-day local food challenge. Maybe they're just going to, you know, uh, take a leaf out of my book and do one week of it and see how difficult yeah. it is to do just seven days. But it's even things like, you know, if you want to go for something to eat at the weekend, if you want to get a lunch in a cafe, where can you go that you know that every single ingredient... Um, you know, in the, in the dish that you're having is going to be fully grown yeah. or produced here in, in Ireland. But look, maybe our listeners have, um, maybe they have recommendations for me. Please let me know. Susan says, why don't you try the food organic box, the the, the organic box um, delivered? They, they deliver nationwide. They actually will show you all the organic produce. It is Irish. This listener again, we have um, an organic food supplier in Port Arlington, locally grown. The Red Shed mm-hmm. Organic Farm and Nursery. We have a market as well at uh, Solus Eco Garden Centre. They do door-to-door delivery in all of Leash, Offaly and Kildare. If you want to please let people know if they're trying to take part in the challenge. Look, 1800 453 is the number if you are a um, an Irish food producer. Maybe you're a drink producer, whatever. If you want to give us a call today, please do so because we will try and give a mention to those uh, that are doing just this this afternoon. Dee Laffin, food writer. Dee, thanks a million for joining us here on Lunchtime Live today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Now, aside from that, a little earlier in the show, we were talking um, We were talking about eating Irish and trying to just solely eat Irish-grown, Irish-produced products. And, you know, some of the difficulties that come with that, I've been asking you for your own suggestions, places that I could go when I uh, head out to do a bit of a shop today. Uh, Jerry is texting in to say the Happy Pair and Greystones, they now sell their own organic vegetables grown locally and they also roast their own coffee. Um, try McNally's Farm in Luscandria, the Bear Acre Farm in in Lakshini, both do Irish organic and tailors of Lusk grow garlic and chilli. North County Dublin, fantastic for eating Irish produce. Kerrigan's Craft Butchers proudly only sell Irish meat. Everything you can want, says this texter. James in Kilbegan says, we're absolutely spoiled for choice here. You've Kilbegan Irish whiskey, porridge and chocolate. That sounds absolutely fantastic, James. I'm going to have to try and get my hands on um, on some of that. I mentioned the coffee though when I said I was going to try and change the parameters of whether or not I could have coffee and um, the Wexford Coffee Roasters have uh, have sent us in a, a bag of um, Irish uh, produced coffee here. So I am changing the parameters for coffee only to at least allow myself a cup of that each day. Olga is on the line though because Olga, I've been asking people um, this afternoon whether or not, you know, you've ever tried to just eat Irish. I mean, have you ever tried it? It's it's pretty much what I try to do every time I go to the supermarket. So this 30-day local challenge, you do it all the time? I try. Like, I miss avocados uh, because they come from Colombia and I can't eat something that's come from Colombia. Blueberries, okay. no grapes, no pink lady apples come from, like, chilli. And I, I kind of... You know, I'll just I'll eat Irish apples. Maybe they're not as nice, but I think like it's important to the Irish farmers. Um, you know, if you go in the supermarket and you have like broccoli from Spain right beside broccoli from Irish, but people just don't kind of look. So I and I understand we're all under budget. So like even if you bought one 
ex- one Irish thing a week, it would make a huge difference to the producers, to the yeah. farmers and to the company. The, the, I suppose my own kind of um, concern about it was is the fact that I, I sort of think it will be more expensive to just purchase Irish. But I, I spoke to Dee Laffin earlier and she said that's not necessarily the case. No, I, not not in my experience. You know, um, I, I think it's important to, to do it. And the more we do it, the, the, that's how the economies change and that's how the supermarkets or the small suppliers sit up and take notice and go, well, hang on, I've got a demand here for more Irish carrots or like potatoes that are grown here as opposed to imported ones or, you know, any of any of the products that, that you would pick up. Yeah. Um, even little things like, you know, not buying, say, bird's eye and buying green oil, little things like that. And I know that, you know, what you mentioned about, you know, because it's produced here, it might just be packaged here or something, mm. but that's still creating jobs. So it's still part of the bigger picture altogether. Yeah, well, I'm going to try and do it for a week. Uh, now that I've got the rules changed around the coffee, uh, hopefully I won't <laughs> have to change too, too many other rules. But um, I think in the interest of uh, of everybody, it's probably better that I at least have one or two cups of coffee per day. Uh, let me bring in Sarah as well, Olga. Um, Sarah, why did you get in? I think we've got Kenneth. Sorry, apologies. Um, Kenneth, why did you get in touch about this? Uh, hi, yeah, listen, I got in touch. Um, I suppose I'm, I'm an organic gr- Irish grower here in Galway with 20 years of organic vegetables. So, um, you know, I think it's a, it's a very good time to be speaking about this because Irish produce, now, if you're going to do it, now is the time to do it. I mean, okay. September is the, is the time of plenty and um, there really should be the, the least amount of barriers uh, uh, in, in, in a person's or consumer's way to, to get, say, Irish tomatoes alongside Irish parsnips. All are in season right now. I mean, that's, that's kind of, say, from our, our business or how we sell our, our produce off the farm. We'd have set boxes. We deliver to people's homes all over the country. And we have an Irish box. It's 100% Irish, um, zero plastic, and it's all... You know, freshly harvested from here or other small organic growers around. Mm. Okay, we seem to have a bit of a, an issue there with the line, Kenneth. But um, as I mentioned, Kenneth is from the um, Green Earth Organic. They're one of the, the largest suppliers of organic vegetables uh, in the country. Do we have Kenneth back? No, no, he's gone. Okay, Kenneth, listen, thanks a million though for getting in touch with us here on the programme. If you have any other suggestions, please keep sending them in to me. 53106 is the text line number because I do want to try and give a mention or a shout out at least to as many of the Irish um, food producers uh, that we possibly can. Okay, still to come on the programme though, we are going to be talking about the um, lack of dedicated Parkinson's nurses next. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.